0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mythos Unit with Listen to These Nerds. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be running the game as usual tonight.
1: With me are the players, starting on my left and going clockwise around the table. Uh, hello, my name is Harry. I'll be playing the role of Flank... Flanklin? Mmm! Just a big old flank of meat that can walk like tofu. Yep. Franklin Blackmore. Mmm. Wait. He so is we... our beefiest character. Oh, yes.
2: So we weren't supposed to bring our food-based characters. <laughs>
3: uh mm. I'm,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm joe i'll be playing uh, quincy adams quince pie adams i
3: didn't mm. i have a memory of like maybe two sessions ago this exact same thing happened and we all went around and yeah yes we cannot do this every time <laughs> <laughs> every time we flub it mm-hmm.
2: hi i'm john i'm playing
3: antonio's mm.
2: Uh
3: and i'm jonathan and i'll be playing adam lavender
0: Unfortunately, not joining us tonight is Yvette, after a couple of things going on. Unfortunately, they have had to leave the group for the foreseeable future, so for that reason, I will be uh, playing Philestra as an NPC for the session, as there's no way to kind of deintroduce her in the middle of this event that the team is going through currently.
2: So, you know this game has taken a while as vet could leave, come back, and leave again in the, over the course of, what, four or five episodes? So, hmm.
0: yeah, basically, um, as, as the GM... Uh, I Time will, is an
1: illusion, G- uh, listeners.
0: <laughs> I will say that in terms of the narrative, this has been uh, interesting to write for, but, uh, you know, the show must go on, so I'm just, uh, you know, playing with the cards as they're dealt, so to speak. So, uh, why don't we... Get back into things. Last time, if I remember correctly, after a bit of speaking to one particular suspect involved with the murder of Ronald Lake, a fellow named Leopold Kane, you realized that he was essentially throwing a gala for uh, some people, apparently. But anyway, he is connected to a suspected vampire, a fellow named Francis Montague. And seeing this as an opportunity to look into the, this event and see what the hell is going on, basically, you guys are planning to infiltrate this event. Sending ahead Adam Lavender and Thelestra disguised as... Two young people who are kind of working for uh, Leopold, a pair of individuals named Devin, Taylor, and Amanda. Not quite thralls, we're more groupies. Yeah, but... Well, you still got abilities, so... Devin Devin and Amanda are thralls in that they were gifted vampiric powers by Mm. Francis Montague, apparently. So anyhow, after getting some fancy new duds, along with uh, Quincy and Franklin, who are disguised as Devin's... Uncle's heavy finger quotes, uh, essentially, yeah, Adam and Thelester went ahead, met up with uh, Leopold, and were taken upstairs, stepping into an elevator to go to this event, whatever this might be. So why don't we pick things up once again as the elevator's doors open. Now, stepping outside, you and Thalestra head into a hallway following closely behind Leopold as he strides to w- down the hall and towards a large set of wooden double doors. You see a pair of men standing outside in um, what appear to be like suits. They look like security men, basically, but they give Leopold a respectful nod as he throws the doors open and you are faced with what appears to be a very fancy ballroom, like the sort of thing that's rented out for these kinds of events. Like, it looks completely done up for a high society gala. Like, for example, this room is very, very large indeed, with this gorgeous crystalline chandelier uh, hanging suspended high above. You can actually see a couple of musicians that seem to be setting up in one corner. They seem to be youngish university students uh that have a bunch of stringed instruments between them like a couple of violins a cello a string bass and one guy is even setting up a harp mm. and you also see numerous tables uh, set up around the place a couple of people off to one side that seem to get going in and out of the kitchen you assume and they're setting up uh dishes on a at a buffet table and stuff like that that seem to be like a bunch of appetizers snacks And, yeah, also off to one side, it seems to be like this thing that looks like a large sort of artificial fountain. But you're, yeah, it doesn't seem to be flowing just yet. You're not sure what that's all about, but... I wonder what could be in this fountain. Mm.
3: It's a
1: fondue fountain, of
0: course!
3: Oh, yes, it's obviously just nacho cheese Mm. that's jammed up in the works. Yes. So you said snacks, Mm. like Old demo's or whatever. Do vampires eat food? Is that something they can do? Yes. Um, yes like, in the
0: Vampire Bible it says so. Um, yeah, we- like, uh, I have also provided a sheet here with numerous details on vampires. Vampires, like humans, do require food and water to survive, but they also need a small amount of blood every week, basically. So, yeah. And yeah, you can see them setting up a few things, but yeah, Leopold uh, strides into the room, spins around, and turns to face you into the Lestra. As you can see, we've spared no expense in ensuring that tonight's gala shall be entirely to suit the Master's needs. So, feel free to orient yourselves, take a look around, enjoy the scenery, set yourselves up however you need be. The guests will be arriving soon, and
1: afterwards, Master Montague shall be greeting them shortly as well. Well, considering what I know about rich people saying spare no expense, this party's on a shoestring budget. (laughs) Yeah, Adam, Allah Devin Taylor, mm. is simply going to give a
0: short bow mm. and then duck away. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and if I might ask, your uncles, are they going to be arriving soon? Uh, 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 uh,
3: yeah, I think so.
0: Excellent. Well then, we shall see how they manage to fare, but if they do well, then they shall be inducted into our special circle, just as you and Abander shall be as well. Uh,
3: they won't disappoint you, sir. Glad to hear it.
0: Now then, I shall be off, and I shall return momentarily as the guests arrive. And so with that, he sweeps around, strides off, leaving you and Thelestra kind of alone-ish in this room without supervision. This whole thing looks like it's going to be baroque as hell. I imagine that this whole event... And Thelestra speaks up at that. It is, as you humans say, a rather high society sort of event. It sure looks like that.
2: Hmm.
1: I have my own doubts.
2: Uh,
3: what could she sound more Australian? <laughs> <laughs> we still don't exactly know what the itinerary is. Hmm.
0: Then I suppose we shall wait and see and deal with issues as they
1: come up.
3: I might try and take a look around. Hmm. Well, we don't have any eyes on us, um, so uh, Adam is
0: gonna. So that this big ballroom is it completely open? Um, not quite. It like there aren't any windows in here or anything like that. Oh, okay. Like looking around, you don't. Uh, yeah, it does seem to be like a very large, very spacious sort of place that could fit maybe a couple hundred people. But um, wow, yeah, it's big, but like you don't really um, see it being open to anything. The only thing that you see up above is a sort of skylight like this large roundish sort of thing that you can see like the pitch black night sky up above. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, this is obviously the top floor of the building. Okay.
1: Great. So there's no windows except for the, the giant skylight, Yeah.
0: Okay. So people are milling around. Um, um Actually, yeah, it's just you and Thalester in here as well oh. as what appear to be some kitchen staff that are busy setting out some appetizers, stuff like that. Looking over, you can see them. They're not... They don't really seem to be too, too familiar in terms of the food, but, um... Caterers. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, you're seeing a number of things that look like, um, small sort of, like, little pies, almost, a bunch of sausages and stuff like that. Like, it seems very old century British cuisine almost? Yeah. Mm. No surprise there. Jellied eels. Mm. So food the...
3: delicious orphan. <laughs> there, there's the big door we came in through, yes.
0: and then there's the kitchen door. Mm. Those are the only doors. Um, There is one other door set off to the side. It's a bit smaller than the large double doors you came in through. It seems to be kind of like a service door almost that like people can bring in small stuff without being noticed going okay. through the main doors. Um, Alright, I'm going to leave that one alone for now. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to Uh, turn to
3: Thelestrit. Can you cover for me for a few minutes? I shall. Um, So Adam is going to go over by the catering table, maybe try and find like a potted palm or something. Um,
0: Yeah, I'm going to say that there are a number of large floral arrangements, all of the uh, flowers being blood red. He's going to take advantage of the fact that the caterers are
3: busy and Mm. probably not really looking at him, and that Mm -hmm. there's nobody else really in the room, Mm. and use his change form ability while nobody is looking, to quickly turn into a early 20-something caterer, um, very nondescript. Roll
0: me a stealth check, if you please. Ooh. Okay. Uh, to, so, 2d10s. 2d10, um, right. Sorry, got my so wrong. size okay. Um, I've got some here if you'd like to use those. Perfect. Great. Okay. <laughs>
3: um, So that's 8 plus... 12 plus...
0: 21. Okay, um, yeah. I'm just going to those. Okay, yeah. Um. You step over behind the plants. It actually has perfect cover being situated directly between you and the kitchen door. And in the space of a second, you assume the form of another caterer. Mm-hmm. Great. And you're
1: coming out, it looks as though nobody's noticed. Do you mm-hmm. a name tag. Does the caterer have a name tag? Um, yeah. it's it's one of it's like a dream name tag where every time someone mm. looks at it, it changes, but they don't like, <laughs> but it doesn't change when you're looking at it. It Only changes um, when you look away. Taking a look around, you see that none of the other caterers
0: seem to have name tags. Like you're assuming that maybe they're in the suit. Who knows? Yes, it looks as though they aren't considered important enough to the event to be given name tags or anything like that. But Ideal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna maybe pick up like an empty platter and then walk into the kitchen. Yeah. And my goal in
3: doing this is to see if there's an, an an exit door in the kitchen like somewhere we could
0: really quickly duck out if we had to Mm. um yeah taking a quick look around I'm gonna say that with your passive perception you can see yeah there is another uh, door on the other side of the kitchen that seems to be like a service door leading to sort of like an industrial elevator and stuff like that okay Mm.
3: but no doors leading directly outside
0: um it there the door leads to the hallway and from the, it's open you can see and you see that the industrial elevator opens up and they're bringing like a bunch more goods in like um yeah like uh, rounds of meat and stuff like that and um, what appear to be like um a trolley filled with what appear to be like plucked um you're not sure they seem a bit too small to be chickens maybe quails or something like that huh yeah fancy fancy tiny birds mm-hmm. exactly.
1: The smaller the bird, more delicious the meat. Yes. All right, great.
3: Hmm. Pretty nondescript, huh? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, And, yeah.
3: I I guess that's all I really wanted from in here, but it's also good to know that I could get in here pretty easily. Yeah. No one's uh, going to notice an extra caterer.
0: Okay. And then you suddenly hear, You! Yes, you! I'm not talking to you! Come on! Over here! And so, yeah, there's this big burly fellow who, with a whole bunch of burn scars all over his hands, clapping on the shoulder. Uh, come on! We need to, uh, get the blood sausage out! Straight-straight o- straight away! Come on! Here! No. And then he puts a big, like, round of meat in front of you and, Come on! Prepare it! As I've shown you! Come on! Let's see if we can get this out! If we mess this up, then they're going to have our
3: heads! <laughs> oh my god, okay big round of meat. So it's just like a chunk that we're turning into sauce. But you're holding a knife, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I made a stabbing motion. Mm-hmm. listening. Mm.
0: Uh, he's just gonna stand there and watch me, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Then after that, I need you to take care of the Wellingtons. And so he uh, gives you a nod and then heads off to do more work. So, yeah, um, roll whatever sort of check you feel might as though be appropriate to this sort of situation. So when you say he left and went to do
3: more work, is he still in the kitchen? Yes. Oh,
0: okay. Um, like, you have a feeling that if you kind of peeled off, he may or may not react to that, but... Hmm. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to... Uh I'm just gonna hack at this piece
3: of meat for a second. <laughs> okay. And then Wham, I'm, wham, wham. Yeah, and well like not. I'm gonna try and like make it look like I'm slicing it, and yeah. then I'm gonna uh make like a Oh, I forgot the <laughs> <laughs> and then um, walk out of the kitchen. My hands!
1: I gotta wash
0: my hands! Okay. Um yeah, you kinda yeah. You do exactly that. You cough and you say that you know you forgot something outside, and you turn to leave and head out. And you can immediately hear more frenzied shouting from the guy, presumably about what you just did. All right. But then you head
1: outside,
0: and yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I- I'm. I've headed back into the mm. ballroom.
1: Mm-hmm. I have about two seconds before a very angry Italian man destroys me. Exactly.
3: <laughs> okay. Great. Uh. Is there anyone immediately around me?
1: Um.
0: Philestra
3: near- is nearby. Okay. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? These uh, big buffet tables probably right? oh, yeah. have, like, really long tablecloths all the way down to the floor. I'm yes, going to yes, dive yes. underneath
0: one. Okay. Um, Roll me a stealth check. I
3: mean, okay. Uh, that's... Uh, 17.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Um, yeah, you immediately dive under them. The doors fling open and you can hear... Um, frenzied shouting in a language you're not entirely certain what it is, but Oh, I have to comprehend languages. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Basi- is it Italian? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> but nevertheless, he's shouting about how um, yeah, uh, that little asshole in there ditched his work. If I find him, I'm going to basically carve him up and does, serve does, him. Does he, yes. he say the guy's name? Um, no. Yeah, I don't think I'd, I'd turn into uh, anyone that
3: I had seen previously. Well, he, yeah. the, he said, I taught you how to do this. Therefore, yeah. he
2: knows the bird guy by no,
3: name. I'm, I'm a has no, see, lines. the thing is,
1: he just knows the people by the uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, okay, you're wearing the uniform, you're with my company, I've taught you this. Exactly. Okay. I think uh, it's an
0: assumption on his part more
3: than okay. anything.
0: The thing is, if you get that guy's name, it'll be a lot easier to pretend mm-hmm. to be. You know. Sure. I'm going to
3: change form while mm-hmm. I'm under here back sure. into Devin Taylor and his Great. duds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if the
0: Italian guy goes away... I will, uh, try and duck back out from under the table. Okay, um, you see that he's stomping around for a bit, um, as though looking around, then with a frustrated growl, he heads back into the kitchen, and more shouting from inside continues. Okay. are so saying there's no moment
2: where he walks up to the table, and then bends down, and you see his hand touch the ground, <laughs> and then Adam Lavender's sweating his sweat, yeah, trips off his face, and um, then the hand
1: moves away.
0: Yes, then he looks underneath, but Adam is clinging to the underside of the table. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yes, that
0: doesn't happen as, in, as oh, amusing as it might be. Yeah. So anyway, um, Adam, you stand back up as Devin Taylor. Um, but yeah, that was close. That was close. Yeah, but you have found another entrance uh, to and from this place. Yeah, especially yeah. we need it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess uh, I'm just going to mill around cool. wait
3: for other people to arrive.
0: Okay. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll go away by the big doors so mm. that if other fancy people arrive, I can greet them. Okay, and you go over to the big doors. Mm-hmm. And as you do so, let us cut back to the other players. Hmm. So there is a van, a tactical van set up, maybe, um, yeah, about a three-minute uh, walk, one-minute run away from the building, like a side alley, basically. Mm-hmm. And in the van, basically, we have... Quincy, Franklin, and Tony all uh, waiting for orders as basically um, you see a bunch of men sort of in this van are just listening in, getting things ready, and Hightower is there as well as he comes over to all of you. Yep. All right, so this is going to be a heck of an event. That's going to be for certain. I've outfitted each of your suits, uh, the ones that you'll be wearing to this event. Are we already wearing them? Yes. Uh, We have made sure to include recording devices and microphones with this. Uh, That way, we will be able to hear everything that you hear, and uh, as a result, if you need to give us orders or anything like that, you will be able to let us know when to come in. Got it. Right. Now... Is there any kind of passphrase, something you will be able to easily say in order to tell us that we need to move in? Quincy has, oh, has his hands on his chin and he sees thinking. He continues thinking.
1: <laughs> Theodora? Theodora? Um, is, I, I thought I was an uncle. <laughs> no, it was a passphrase. We can mention, oh, you know, get those things ready for Theodora. Something we could easily mix into a conversation. Mm.
3: What a Hmm. Seems complicated. What about pineapples?
1: (laughs) Alright, let's go with Quincy's suggestion. Franklin's moralist is going with it because he's afraid that Quincy will forget it if we don't. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so, Hightower,
0: pineapples it is, very well. So, the two of you will be heading in momentarily. Tony, uh, you will be staying around with us, and once the strike team is ready to move in and assist things, uh, we will have you go in with them as well. If we can find an, an earlier opportunity to somehow sneak you into the event, we will let you know.
2: Tony gives a nod, standing like six, seven inches. Yeah, oh, you were eight feet tall. Um, I'm yeah. gonna say
0: you're definitely crouching to fit in here. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is definitely one of those like.
2: He's, like, knees bent,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. like, back Knees bent, down. hunched over. Yeah, yeah. Knee yeah. on <laughs> Skytrain every day.
0: Um, <laughs> I apologize for the, uh, vans. These are generally not built with individuals of your size and mind.
2: I understand. I'll build a better van. <laughs>
0: uh, and he kind of just blinks that, but if you... Well, um, if you would like to try, uh, you are more than welcome to do so. In addition, um, we also have these, and... He holds up the myth capture devices as well and, you know, hands a couple out to each of you. All right. Now, Tony, this is very important. As you are a myth, do not touch this at this location or with your bare hands. Otherwise, you'll really be sucked into it. Tony looks at his big, gloved hands. Uh, well, that's excellent, then. You should be all right, I believe so. Just don't touch it to your exposed skin. Right. In addition, we also have this, and he holds up another one that... You guys have seen a few times before. It is the specialized uh, myth capture device that's. Oh, hell yeah, the
1: Great Ball. Yes,
0: exactly. Now, this is a guarantee against Class 3 myths. Given that Vampire's a Class 4, it may or may not work against Montague. However, it will have a higher success rate than the normal ones, I believe. Mm-hmm. Cool. Why, why don't we have class four ones? Well, currently, we've been unable to manufacture one so far. Oh. At the moment, this is the strongest variety that we have available. We, oh, we have I'll not g- as well. Yeah, <laughs> Tony, taking a look at that... <laughs>
2: Tony we, just, like, <laughs> makes one touch himself, That that didn't work. <laughs> um,
0: taking Shit a look, sucks. Tony, <laughs> I'm going to say, taking a look at these things, as you turn them over, you can definitely get some ideas of how they were manufactured, and you think that with a bit of work... You could replicate them or create ones with new functions as well, in your spare time. (laughs) Safari balls. Uh,
1: We also have those um, sun grenades that Tony made for us. Yes. We we each
0: have one. Everybody has one. And if I'm to understand correctly, they will prove effective against a vampire. However, using one will... It's not sun. So, essentially, we... (laughs) Use them only when it seems as though you are ready to engage. I've used a flashbang before, Hightower. <laughs> as I, I'm aware. I remember. <laughs> now, uh, I believe it's about time for the two of you to be sent in. Yeah. So, best wishes, both of you. And he gives you both a clap
1: on the shoulder. All right, I'll go in first. Uh, so, yeah, I sort of, like, get out, I adjust my suit so that the, uh, like, the body armor I'm wearing underneath doesn't, like, you know, stick out at an mm-hmm. awkward angle. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then I will head into the building. Okay, um uh, I will yeah. trail
0: behind you as I do. Mm. Okay, so, uh, you do so, and, um, basically, you head inside, and there seems to be a fellow standing by the elevator, and can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm one of, uh, I'm Jack, uh, Devin's uncle. And he takes a look at the list. Yes, yes, that seems to be about right. He's got a click Hello. with him then. And yes, uh, two uncles, I believe.
3: All right. The uh, oh, this just has two uncles. Yes. <laughs> this has also put us in an awkward scenario because I don't think we decided on your name beforehand. No, we didn't. So you're going to have to introduce yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, oh, Actually, right. no, I've
2: got your phone number, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. honestly, who hasn't had an uncle that says, hey, come to uncle whatever? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: sure. So, all right. And he, yeah, this fellow with the clipboard takes a what appears to be like a key card or a fob out of his pocket, steps inside the elevator, scans it, and, all right, this way. All
1: right. So as we're going up, I will, like, pretend to take my phone from my pocket. Yep. And I will text, uh, Lavender, my name is Jack. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, good. Delete that text. Yes. Okay. And then, ding! Elevator
0: opens. Uh, yeah.
1: You're... So does the elevator open? Is this like a penthouse thing, where like the elevator opens directly into the uh, the thing, or is it like no. it goes up a floor? We go into like a foyer, and then we go into the ballroom. Um. You you stop on the floor that the ballroom is, but there seems to be a hallway connecting the elevator
0: to the ballroom. That's you take a look. You see the hallway wraps around a corner on one end, then another end. You're thinking it might be like. A square arrangement where the hallway wraps around the outside of the ballroom.
1: Right, so they can get around these. Exactly, okay. yeah. All right, I, I make a note of any fire exits if I can see them, but other than that, I uh, just head into the ballroom. I, no. walk, you, I walk straight toward the ballroom. You
0: see a stairwell on what appears to be like the sign for a fire exit and a stairwell on the left-hand side. Okay,
1: so yeah, uh, I'll head inside.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, uh, well, you- um, you see, um, Adam and Thalestra in disguise in the middle of the ballroom, but you see no signs of Leopold.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, hey, Devin, good to see you again. Thanks for the gig, by the way.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll walk over. Hey, you have any trouble getting in here?
1: Ah, oh, everything seems fine so far. Lovely chaps outside helped us out. Oh, good. Yes,
2: your uncle and I, your other uncle... <laughs> We're happy to see you. There's a. I I reach towards Adam and... <laughs> <laughs> I begin
1: hugging him. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, then I forget to let go. That's Kunkel for you. He's very uh, touchy-feely. There, hmm. There's a, a, a buffet table in the back. If you're hungry, I
0: suggest you eat now. Uh-huh. Um, you look over and you see a whole bunch of things that are being set up, and mm-hmm. a lot of caterers that are busy uh, setting some things out. <laughs> All right.
1: Ah, uh, right. Uh, where's the bar? figure we should start uh, getting set up. Now, you look over and you do see a
0: bar set up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there appear to be, like, a whole bunch of bottles behind it as well. Yep. Um, but, yeah. It looks uh-huh. like red wine, mostly. Mm. Most. But <laughs> as you do so, uh, Leopold uh,
1: comes out. Yeah. Ah I see you both arrived. Excellent. Hello, gentlemen. Ah yes, you must be the Leopold chap we talked to before. Yep. Yeah. Reach out my hand for a handshake. Uh, uh, he looks
0: at your hand I as still, as I'm still hugging
1: Adam, by the way. That was
0: he just Yeah, every time the he, other hand though. He kinda like daintily takes it and just gives it a quick one like Oh I don't let go. Yeah, and so <laughs> he just <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> Well that's <laughs> rather and then he just kinda yanks back. And <laughs> and he it. like opens his hand and, yeah, just and like, then, f- yeah, exactly. He just kinda brushes it once as a flicking dust off it. Now Was it cold?
1: Uh, I mean, he's a thrall, so it's still. It warm-ish. seemed normal.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: don't remember how much. How much do we now? Um, as you can see, the bar is over here. Hmm. Now, um, any I, specialties we got to worry about? Drink the, specials, highballs, that sort of thing. Essentially, just make the guests whatever they ask for. However, there is
0: a particular theme tonight. Um, you he leads you back behind the counter, and you can see
1: all, just bottles of
0: credit. Oh. Yeah, or it seems to be, like, bottles of what appears to be food coloring, almost. You're not sure if it's grenadine or not, but
1: nevertheless... I'm, like- I- I'm actually going to take one, like, swirl around, and go, is this grenadine?
0: Oh, I see. You have a good eye. Very nice. With di- an additional bit of food coloring as well.
1: Grenadine is normally, um, well, it's not quite the crimson we're looking for. Uh-huh. I see. I I, I will take a, uh, like a shot glass and... Sort of like he's trying to get a feel for, like, whether or not it pours the same as grenadine. Um,
0: yeah, it's it's definitely a bit syrupy, like grenadine. Okay. Um, now, essentially just make them what they ask for, but you will be using liberal amounts of this. Hmm. And should you find yourself with a bit of a shortage, then speak to the individuals in the kitchen. They should help
1: you out. Right, um considering all this, do you have any, like, specialty drink recipes we should be aware of? We or... do have a menu of items and the preparations methods behind the bar as well. Ah, there it is. Uh, and we're... you're taking a
0: look. I'm I'm going to ask you to roll on investigation check or a perception check, whichever you'd like to just take a look around and sort of size up the drinks here as okay. well. Okay, <laughs> I'll
1: use perception. Mm.
0: Oh, that's six plus nine, fifty. Okay, you're taking a look, and you're Eyes just slowly widen as you take these in. You know a lot of these brands before. Like, these are some of the most expensive alcohols you could ever hope to see. Like, some of the stuff is dated back 20, 30, 50 years and stuff. 20 like years like behind
2: the bar, a yeah. yeah,
0: like, um, you're pretty sure that most of these bottles here are
1: worth a couple thousand dollars each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, like, Blackmore is good. Are you using. 30-year-old single malts in highballs?
0: Well, of course. This isn't just your normal sort of event.
1: This is something for Master Montague, after all. It's your fucking paycheck. Mm. I have a bottle.
0: <laughs> yep. Oi,
1: be careful with that! <laughs> I open the
0: top of the bottle. <laughs> well, uh, familiarize yourself as need be. Um, nevertheless, uh, the guests will be here soon, so mm-hmm. simply cater to their needs, and we shall see how the evening goes.
1: Hey, uh, Quincy, can you help me out for a second just to make sure the, uh, and he holds up that little, like, bar nozzle, the one with all the buttons, just to make yeah. sure the pressure's alright, just, uh, if you could get under the bar there, and, uh, make, got, got su- make sure you check around for, uh, and I start tapping my foot insistently, <clears> Thanks. <throat> Okay, so Quincy, uh, you duck down while uh,
0: Franklin has the nozzle in his hand. Yeah.
2: Okay, do I see anything
0: under the bar? Well, I was trying to infer that you should use your tremor sense. Yeah, 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 no. but,
2: but I, do I see
0: anything
1: under the bar, though? I want uh, to uh, know if there's a gun under the bar. No, um, probably the, it
0: would be like... <laughs> like a... There might be their vampires. Um, you don't see anything under the bar. Um, okay, would you say that you pick up on his uh, inference to use your tremor uh, sense ability? let's see.
2: <laughs> I do have pretty high empathy. Yeah. Uh yeah, twenty. So yeah, yeah, so so Quincy lies down on his back on the ground, Uh, and then he displays his arms and legs up, which makes it more
0: effective. Yeah, Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure (laughs) it does. I'm gonna say you put your palms hands down on the ground because that's the best way to sense stuff. And roll me a perception check. Oh, actually, my
2: tremor sense is it just works as far as I'm aware. Right. Um, I'm gonna. say... so, how it works is your senses give you an additional oh, okay. yeah, like, like, so. ability to sense it. Right, sense. it's not
0: so. automatic. You roll perception for this in the same way you roll perception for sight here. Uh, 16. Okay, I'm gonna say that off, like, not in the fall room, but somewhere nearby, you can hear, like, um sort of... Well, I don't hear. I see No, I, 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 like, see it. Yeah. Remember
2: remember in Avatar where a Toph steps down and there's, like, yeah. an imprint, like, there's, like, the waves around yeah, the you figure, can, so I can see the movement of yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you can feel something sort of around a little bit like um footsteps almost um is it like a person like how big is the person like um average size maybe slightly heavier than a normal person so like like a grown adult a grown adult Yeah. so it's a grown adult and they are walking yeah in like this smallish room that's kind of off to the side but are they like are they walking like pacing yeah it's more like pacing so someone who is pacing and which room are they in um, it's a small room on the other side of the hallway, away from the ballroom. But you can sense, like, yeah, you catch a flicker or something. as if something else is in the room with him? But you're not sure exactly. Mm. So but you have a feeling j- that's flying. Not, you're really not sure. But you have an idea of the
2: direction
1: in which the room is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, uh, I basically go like. All right,
2: just let me know when you adjust to check the pressure, and I'll see how well it works up here. Mm. Uh, Quincy gets. Quincy is unsure of what he means, so he is, if there's a, do- are there any nozzles down here or anything? Yeah! Or dust? Do- I turn one.
0: Okay, uh, And then I
2: put a thumbs up. And all right. You
1: see a, sl- a thumb slowly rise above the, ca- <laughs> above the ca- okay. okay. All right, um, so I will attempt to use the hose. Okay, uh, Sprite just... <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I'll take a rag, I'll start cleaning it up. Uh-huh. Here, why don't you get up top and, uh... Oh, it got on
2: me. Uh, I should go to the bathroom. Okay. Wait a second.
1: As I'm, like, bending down... I
2: begin walking away. No. Yeah.
1: okay. Well, I'll go under, I will readjust the knob, and then
2: proceed to just start
1: testing the thing. Uh, so, yeah.
2: I'm going to... So, as I'm walking away, uh-huh. if I, unless there's anyone nearby that yeah. would we'll see this, I then I turn towards the uh, Blackmore, and I do a, like,
0: I'm gonna go this way... Mm. Uh-huh. In the direction of the room I'm going Sure. To, and then, then I, I walk out so, with my hands that sprite on them. Okay, um, yeah, you head out the door and yeah, you're back in the hallway heading in the direction of the room. I'm gonna say that just as you leave, suddenly, uh, Leopold uh takes his phone out. Yes, yes. Oh! Oh, the first of them have arrived, excellent! And yeah, so he uh turns <laughs> to you, Adam, yes. and so now the first individuals are arriving. Simply stay by me. Speak to the guests as they arrive. If they require anything, assist them as such. Yes, Mr. there Now, so you know, there are some individuals who are bringing tributes for tonight's um, event, so to speak. A few items that may require a bit of heavy lifting. If such, you shall go down to the bottom floor the loading bay and assist them as directed. All right? Yes, I so understand. So these children are quite heavy. <laughs> Excellent. I appreciate your assistance with this, and so he claps you on the shoulder. And, ah! This will be a night to remember. Excellent! And as so, as he does so, you see that the ballroom doors open, and uh, yeah, basically the people, or yeah, the caterers who are opening up, they put a couple things, and just as the musicians off to one side begin playing music, and you see um, a number of older gentlemen, like maybe in their uh, mid to late fifties or so, come in through the doors, and yeah, Leopold uh, swoops off to meet them.
1: Alright, oh, um, so we haven't entered the ballroom. Not yet. No. Okay, so oh. I'm just going to continue doing what looks like bar prep.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's almost
1: like he's done this a couple times. All right, so
0: as you're doing this, I'm going to go over to Quincy. Mm-hmm. So, Quincy, heading down the, uh, the hallway, you see the door that uh, to the room that you're guessing is where it is, and as you are listening, you can hear the footsteps kind of come to a stop, sort of. But, yeah, you can... Uh... Put my hand on the wall. I'm going to do it again. Sure, go ahead. Uh. 10. Okay. Um. Yeah, you don't really feel too much else. The
2: sprite is. In, it, it, it's keeping my powers from working. It's yeah. my. Um. Uh-huh.
1: Is there uh, a heartbeat?
0: Um. I'm gonna say you're not sure. Like, um. um I'm
2: able to at least tell that there's more than one person.
0: Um. I'm gonna say that you can sense one person and something else in there. Mm. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, is there a keyhole? Um. I mean, this is an old-ass place, right? Yeah. It seems to be. Uh, it doesn't seem to be old enough that it requires the old-style keyholes. Like, there is a door. The door does have a lock on it, but you're not sure if it's locked or not. I, and it is. Can I try to look through the seam, or is there anything? Sure. On the floor? Um, I'm gonna say that you can. Uh, yeah. Get down on your the uh, belly if you like and look under the seam of the door. Sure. Okay. Roll me another perception check. 68. Okay, um, yeah, looking through, you can see um, a pair of shoes, uh, black ones, um, mm-hmm. next to what appears to be sort of like a large trolley almost, like the sort of thing that you wheel large stuff around on, and you can see that the wheels kind of squeak a bit as if something's on top of it, and then you see the shoes move a bit facing the trolley, and then you hear a sharp whack as if something's uh, hit.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, That's not good. Wiggly trolleys and uh, fleshy noises. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'm gonna knock on the door. And yeah, so. You
0: wait for a minute, and then the door opens up, and there's a man standing on the other side. Uh, seems to be dressed up like a um, security guard, almost, or not a security guard, more like um, a bodyguard, I should say. Sort like, of like, like, like black sunglasses. Oh, sunglasses, earpiece, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, fairly um, tall ish, broad fellow. Um, he's <laughs> looking at you very impassively. You think so from behind the sunglasses, but behind him, you can see. A trolley, and three people have their hands bound behind their backs, kneeling on it, tied to it, with uh, what Wait, appear to be bags over their heads.
1: On a trolley?
0: Yeah, How like... You, one log- of those big ones, like the big yeah, buffet-style like, ones. Yeah, like, oh. sort of like the large trolleys that you see used to move around pieces of furniture and stuff okay, like that. Okay, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he simply watches you. Can I help you? Where's the bathroom? I have soda on my hands. He watches you for a moment. Literally, there's sprite dripping on my hands. He watches you for a moment. Then he uh, points in one direction. To your left, at the end of the hallway. Ah,
2: thank you.
1: Alright. And I just walk away. Yeah. got soda
2: on my hands. I soda. Don't <laughs> <I laughs> make me, me touch you. Also, there's a soda. There is a wet soda hand print on yeah. the wall right beside the door.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, you go off, and um, okay, I will go wash my hands. <laughs> okay, and then I'll return to the room. All right. So, so meanwhile, yeah. um, back in the room, uh, Adam, uh, Leopold's been talking to these fellows for a little bit, making some introductions, things like that, shaking hands with all of them, like. You can definitely sense that these guys are, you know, definitely upper crust. They're talking in that sort of, um, you know, the sort of London accent that comes with a lifestyle of wealth and, you know, general privilege and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. I, yeah, Adam's going to be the
3: good assistant. Mm. Look attentive. Yeah. Be attentive. He's trying mm. to remember as many of these names
0: as, and faces as he can. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ask you to roll me just a flat intelligence check, just to pay attention and just to memorize names. Not his strong suit, but he got a oh, seventeen. Oh, Nellie. Okay. Adding your skills to that. Um. Oh no! Flat intelligence. Right? Flat intelligence. Yes. So seventeen. You begin uh, memorizing a few names. Um. For example, one of the people... Uh, yeah, one of the fellows that uh, Leopold's talking to is a guy named Nathaniel Buckswaller, um, And the next fellow is Oliver Hawks. Like, yeah, definitely, um... You know, they sound um, like indecent names to memorize, so they speak to Leopold for a bit more. Excellent!
1: Good to see you, old chap! Well, how do we get these
0: festivities started? And, <laughs> and yeah, one of the men... Um, Just a sec. Um, yeah. Now, I do have a present here for, uh, well, um, Master Montague, as it were. Where am I? I set this. And Leopold. Well, if you would give this to my assistant here, he shall put it on the table over there. Um, mm, just a moment. He turns to you. Devon, if you would, um... If you assist, Mr. Hawks, please. Of course. Yes. At and, your service, sir. And so uh, Hawks hands you what appears to be a like a briefcase of some type. Um, okay. Looks fairly expensive looking, but um, you take it. And uh, Leopold gestures, If all of the items could be set over on this table over here, they are to be the tributes. Yes, immediately. Great. Okay. So, yeah, you head over and you set it down. And so over the next um, couple minutes, more and more men begin filtering in. And Amanda, finger quotes, uh, a.k.a. the Lester, also helps you out with this. And so, yeah, um, you seem to be sort of getting into a bit of a rhythm as a bit of time goes by. As more men begin filtering in, you notice that pretty much, like, so far there are maybe 20 or so men that have arrived. But all of them they definitely have a theme going on. None of them seem to be younger than 35. Wait, it's all dudes? All dudes. Maybe like one or two with their wives. Sausage fest. But also, one like, sausage fest. averaging in their mid to late 50s, some of them are older, like 60s, 70s, but all yeah. boomer vampires. <laughs> but they're also all white. Like, Caucasian. The yeah. worst kind of boomer vampires. <laughs> so, yeah. like, And you're seeing a couple spray tans here and there. But for the most part, they all seem to be, like, old, rich, white men.
1: Hmm. Okay, so as these guys start streaming, I'm assuming yeah. you, like, they drop out their stuff with um, uh, Dan, Devin, Devin. And then they start yeah. filing into the thing. Yeah. Uh, as they come in, I'm just gonna, like, you know, Blackmore's lived in the city. Does he recognize any of these faces? I'm
0: gonna ask you to roll me. You
1: have a uh, skill
0: like a Scotland Yard inspector or something like yes. that. Yes. I'm gonna ask you to roll me that. Okay.
3: None of these guys have dates or anything. Um, no, they like someone with their wives. Right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, eighteen altogether.
0: Okay, you're seeing a couple of men filter in, and then you recognize one fellow uh dudley Ingleton. uh he is involved with city hall actually uh specifically he is one of the individuals involved in the elections office Mm. and then another fellow who comes in yeah that guy is royford pippins this guy is a major business owner in the area he owns actually a couple of banks as well like, and then another fellow, uh, Jarvis Cornwell, that guy, he's, yeah, also involved with City Hall as well. Um, so it's all rich, old, white dude. Yeah, and in then, the establishment. And then you see one guy, holy shit, that guy is a bishop in the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church, they've never done anything wrong
1: before! (laughs) I I was trying to come up with a a pity result about, like, oh, I guess King Henry was right, ha ha ha. So, one by one, yeah. yeah. Why is there a Catholic... In England, it's the it's modern day, John. The Catholics are allowed to come back. They're not <laughs> alarmed, but they're allowed to come back. In, in, in this setting, they were more
0: free to to move around. So you're looking around, like you don't recognize all of these guys, but
1: every single one you can do, you know to be very important. Okay, so I I try and adjust the the. I'm I'm assuming the camera is like a button camera or something like that. Yes. I, I try and adjust it a bit so that it can sort of like get the names, like the faces. It's not really a camera, more a microphone. Okay. So So uh, as they're coming in, I'm actually just going to be, like, whispering under my breath, like, just names so that uh, the team in the inside can do that. Okay. The other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to use one of my abilities. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to use the Hellhound's ability of Thermal Vision. Yeah. I'm getting a sense. Are all of these guys... Warm or are they cold? Um, they're all warm. So, I, I feel like this is the party to become a vampire. Right? Yes. Right? Yeah, ah, that would make sense. So right, you're looking around, like guys who want
0: to
3: live forever. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm gonna ask you to make a
1: perception check as well. Okay. Huh. Seven plus. I think perception is nine. Yes, nine. So sixteen total. Yeah.
0: Okay, you're looking around, and you can see like a number of bodies that are, you know, warm, like, pretty much everybody here is warm, like, they're all human, you think? Yeah, like, they're not cold, is the Yeah, thing. exactly, they're not cold. And you keep looking around, and you do see, yeah, um, off in the distance, um, yeah, a another figure who's the same type of warm, but next to him seem to be, like, a cluster of three-ish bodies, you imagine, that seem to be kneeling on... The ground or something similar.
1: Oh, is this like through, like I'm seeing this like through a wall in Yeah, case? exactly. Oh. Huh. Is that, uh, where in relation is that to where I am? Like, is it um, across the
0: bar? Um, on the other side of the room. Okay.
1: And, um,
0: uh, yeah, probably in the room beyond, you're guessing. Huh. Interesting.
1: Alright, so I'll, I'll flip the formal vision off, and I'll basically just keep feeding this information. Okay. Um, so like, yeah, I'll basically be like, uh, Oh, no vampires yet. We'll keep an eye on Okay,
0: out. so, um, while you're doing that, I'm going to say that a couple of men come up to the bar. Would anybody like to role-play as a stodgy old white British man?
2: <clears throat> I can't believe they're still asking for healthcare. care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh, it feels good to be able to buy and sell the NHS. Oh, yes, indeed. So, good man, now, but may I ask you what you're bringing for your tribute tonight? Uh I'm just a bartender, sir. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you were the two years. Oh, yes. You oh, well, you see, I've made sure to bring something quite uh, juicy, shall you say. <laughs> Keeping it under your hat, then, good man, good man. <laughs> oh, well, remember, there are prying eyes, and I point dejectedly to the bartender, who's very clearly, like, just, you know, doing prep work. Yeah,
0: um... <laughs> Yeah, okay, so... Uh,
1: You're you're wasting your time thinking about the help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please, I have reason to. Why, just last week, I had to fire my maid, you see. She Uh, was taking food out of the pantry. Oh, were you feeding her? (laughs) Hardly. (laughs) So,
0: um, as they are... What's empathy? (laughs) I keep hearing about it, but I've never seen it. So, as these... Men are talking to themselves like this I'm gonna let you roll whatever check You feel works like as a bartending Sort of skill or okay. If you don't have anything like that then <laughs> I, I roll to not murder <laughs> <laughs> I roll alcohol I roll alcohol Um, you can roll, like, with plus dexterity if you want to, like, pour drinks very well or very stylishly, or plus charm to be, like, you know, a good bartender. Yeah, um,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to try and suss out some information from these guys. So, I'm going to use, would diplomacy, personality, or bluff make more sense? Um, it depends
0: on how you want to approach this. Personality, if you want to be, like, this charming, sort of witty individual. Hmm. Diplomacy, if you want to be the... Play the part of, um, you know, the good assistant, so to speak. Right. Or bluff if you want to coax information out of them, but you're not sure how they'd react to being spoken to by the (laughs) hell. The
1: hell, yes.
0: All right. um,
1: Well, I'm going to try and keep a low profile for now, Mm. so I'm going to roll diplomacy. Yeah. And just hope that they get fucking... I'm going to actually... So while I'm doing this... Uh, so that's a 12 plus eight is a 20. So I'm actually going to overpour the drinks a little bit. I was just going to suggest that. So that I'm getting them very nice and liquored up. Because I have a feeling, like, right now they're a bit, you know, they're obviously fucking... So you're going to give them some extra sauce is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So So I start overpouring the drinks. Like, just enough so that they will start to feel the effects a bit sooner than they anticipate. Mm. The fact that you were...
3: Directed to put little extra grenadine
0: to get a mask that. Yes. Uh, yeah. So you begin pouring it, and this one very largest stout fellow uh, takes it, takes a sip, sort of smacks it.
1: Oh wow! Well. I must say this has some teeth, with it, good man. Uh, mm. I was told for only the best, sir. <laughs> oh, you were told correctly, good man. Well, not like this is the only thing that has some bite, am I right, gentlemen? Ah!
0: <laughs> and you see that the largest fellow actually opens his mouth and with a. A pair of fangs just come down.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so vampire. Was this a guy that I measured as warm or cold? Uh, warm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not mm. great. Mm. That kind of makes it harder to identify vampires in the room. So yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So he's talking to another fellow who. This guy actually you recognized as one moment. Wallace Oldcastle. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so...
1: Now may I ask
0: what uh, all of you are going to be bringing for tonight, gentlemen? And another fellow, uh, Percy Croden, who is in the Homeless Prevention Department in City Hall. So, well, I mean, I have been getting a couple of... uh, Well... I have been getting a little bit of additional funding for Master Montague, You, Don't You Know. Had to skim a couple of the departments I'm working in, but with this new world we're going to be creating, it's not as though they'll need any additional help.
1: <laughs> I am reminded of a scene from fucking the the like Bridge series where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting? Immu- immortality? Ha, you're an idiot. I got double immortality.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, uh, just a reminder yeah. from the previous, like, are encountered with thralls. Can thralls pop the bank? Yes, Oh, they, they can. can. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. So is yeah, it...
1: that, that would explain
2: it. I, 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 I like to imagine the next guy's name is whitest landowner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Old Bean? An old
1: castle? Well, you
0: see, uh, I have an, uh, an artifact that I'm going to be giving him, something that's
3: been in my family for several hundred years. A sword, you see. Hmm. <laughs> yes, my ancestor nicked it off some
0: native. He was fighting the good fight overseas in uh, Turkey or Syria or wherever. with hundreds of thousands of quid. Just don't tell the museums that! <laughs> what
1: that You're the only
0: thing that belongs in a museum, you old bastard! <laughs> ah, come on! Drink some more, you old fucking fart! And so, yeah, the drinks are going around and. In- Getting, yeah, they seem to be getting uh, a little more red in the face as
2: the minutes pass by.
1: Alright, well, I'm going to make note. Well, uh, most likely contain stolen property.
2: Yeah. Um, and hey, uh, Harry. Yeah. That sounds like an inherited weapon. Maybe it's silver.
1: Well, I'm thinking it's the, uh, scimitar that the, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Ifrit m- asked me to find. That Mac. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so that's all I'm thinking. <laughs> good good, good callback.
0: Yeah. Um, um, and anyway, Quincy. <laughs> They would think you guys might be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so Quincy, um, I'm gonna say that you've been helping out at the bar as well, so you can roll. Something oh, sorry. So, so like. I've come back from my soda hand. Yeah.
2: thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to write down on a piece of paper, yeah. the information that uh-huh. that I that I found out, and then yeah. slide it to the. And then, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put it under a cup, and then put ice in the cup, and then slide it towards Blackmore. Mm. So I see the information. Yeah and um, I will
1: actually do a similar thing back and basically just says, like, all bigwigs, some thralls, unable to tell. Yeah. So, as you two
0: are passing by information, let's go back to Adam. So, um, there is another, you know, Leopold's just been greeting these people, chumming it up with them, making sure everyone's situated. He's been going around the tables asking him to, you know, deliver a few things here and there, make sure some people situated and uh yeah this one fellow who's come in the guy that seems to be like old as time itself like you're thinking early 90s or something like that oh i do have something i'm bringing for the master don't you know it's uh, down in the loading bay a statue you see and so oh Oh my, that sounds excellent. Yes, but it's rather heavy, and I'm going to need some
2: help bringing
0: it up, don't you, know? Oh, well, I do have someone to help with that. Devon! Yes, sir? Now, I have a statue that I shall need to be brought up. If you could, maybe speak to your uncles about helping as well. From the sounds of this, this is might be a little bit heavy for one person to manage. Uh, I'll see if I can find a, a pallet, sir. Excellent. Good man. Take the service elevator at the back. It should take you down to the loading bay. Uh, immediately.
3: Mm. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go do that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'll see if I can, like, go into the kitchen and see if I can find, like, a a pallet or or one of those little cart trolley things. Oh, yeah, you can
0: definitely find something like that. Awesome.
3: I'm going to take cholesterol
0: with me as well. Okay.
3: Uh, And then we're going to go down to the loading bay.
0: Okay. Um, Are you going to stop by your uncle's finger quotes, or are you just going to go, the two of you? Oh, yeah, I'll stop by the bar and just really
3: quickly, like, make a motion that I'm leaving, but I'll be back. Mm Okay.
0: So... Boy here take a take a drink I what no take a
1: take it. No, it's
3: fine, have it, seriously. <laughs> okay.
2: I hand it to you, there is a note on oh, the bottom. Right? I, see, I, see. Yep. Right. I it you it informs you of the information we know that there yep. are, are people in a room that are going to be murdered. And probably are, bled out. Yeah, yep. yep. and there are probably
1: Several thralls within the actual area. You can kill anyone here; it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to feel bad. Uh, why, did, why didn't I bring Chip's gun? I could just... <laughs> oh my god!
2: We get Chip with here. He could just start blasting.
1: <laughs> um, okay, I probably shouldn't drink
3: while on the job, both as a cop. Oh no, and there's and no alcohol. To drink. Oh, okay, okay. I'll it's just, a Coke. Oh, it's literally just Sprite. Yes, <laughs> I just ran I just, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, I'll take a sip and then I'll, I'll
3: leave it with a, a waiter or something But yeah, okay. let's go down to the service elevator Okay,
0: so you head to the service elevator And you step inside and it begins going down And at this point, uh, Thalestra I did notice those individuals as well It does seem to be rather foreboding I have also noticed another individual in another room uh, Leopold has been visiting him occasionally Oh, really? Yes. I sense the vibrations through the floor. It seems
1: that might be our... The master. Yes. Hmm. Okay, well, it's good to know where he is. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, one other thing is, the guests are starting to pour in. Yeah. Are any of them uh, that woman from... Um... The, the department we were that Adam Lake would belong to the uh, that Ronald Lake belongs to. Yeah, that you Ronald Lake belongs to Genevieve Helms. Yes, you don't see her anywhere. Hmm. That well, considering we know that there are three bodies in the back room, that does not bode well for Miss mm. Genevieve. Yeah. So, um, the elevator
0: dings open, and you head out, and you can see that there is like, um, yeah, this is like the service area where you know moving vans come in to like offload large things and stuff like that into this place, but. You can see in the back of the van is like this eight foot tall sort of metallic statue Mm. That's rendered of this um, impressive-looking nobleman. You're assuming, um, yeah, standing in an impressive sort of, you know, superhero pose almost. How might? How colonial does he look? Um, <laughs> it looks as though he's uh, mid-eighteenth century or so. Right. Eight feet tall. Jesus. Yeah. I, I'm assuming it's on like a podium and everything. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, mm. Well,
3: uh, is anyone else around? Um, doesn't seem to be. Okay. Great. Now I, I'm just going to use my <laughs> become. The statue. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to use uh, one of my new powers, Mm. uh, my vampire uh, super strength. Okay. And I'm just going to lift
0: it out of the back (laughs) of the van and put it on the pallet. Alright, so you bend down, and with a. (gasps) Like, it doesn't take much effort from you, and Thelestra helps out as well, but between the two of you, you lift it up effortlessly between you, carry it over, and deposit it into the service elevator. Okay. Yeah. Well, we were gonna use like the pallet thing because I want to be able to wheel it in and make it make a big show of it being rich. It's surprising. Like this is a big ass statue. It's about the same size as Tony as well. Huh? Do we think it's solid metal? Um, you take a look at it, and
1: yeah, you wrap on it with your knuckles. It seems to be pretty solid. In true rich fashion, it's probably just layered with gold, but actually made underneath like bronze or something like that. I mean, if it was bronze, it'd be really fucking heavy. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um. Yeah, I do chocolate on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Solidified blood. Mm. It's just talc. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: okay. Great. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that. Okay. But nothing. There's no like inscriptions on it. It's just a dude. Ah, uh, seems to be just a just a dude. Just a guy. Yeah. All right.
0: Just dudes being dudes. All right, uh-huh. pal. All right, yeah, buddy. Me a dude. So, um, the service elevator goes back up, and in the meantime, uh, let's t- head over to the van. So, Tony, as all of this has been going on, is there any sort of special preparation you've been doing or uh, anything you've been doing to sort of occupy your time? Or
2: I mean, as long as he's not doing anything... Else and like there's no like they're far enough away from the venue that nobody's mm. gonna notice, yeah. Like Tony probably like got out of the back of the van and yeah. just started like hammering out some like armor or something. Uh, um, sure, yes,
0: I'm gonna say the SWAT teams are nearby or like the teams from Scotland Yard who are involved with this sort of thing, they're loaded out. You think they could use a bit of extra help though, yep. so you begin uh fashioning some extra armor for all of them,
2: yep. That, the like. <laughs> The, this is Tony's version of knitting. He just like, yeah. starts crafting armor. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so soon enough you've got a uh, bit of armor out, and then you hand it off to one guy, and he kind of looks at you. Uh, is, is this for me? Yes. I mean, um, thank you? Is this department regulated? It's magic. <laughs> All right. And so he takes it, uh, sort of puts it on, and yeah, it's um, as you might expect. It fits him perfectly. So you begin hammering these out one after another, and more of the SWAT guys are coming over, like, clearly interested in what's going on. And they start talking, and then Hightower comes out. Okay, okay, what's going on here? I'm, I'm making proper armor for all the uh, men. Uh, he kind of cocks an eyebrow at this, looks at them, and, all right, I mean, I'm not sure if this is... Um, and he sort of goes over to one of the SWAT guys, sort of wraps on it with his knuckles, and, huh, how quickly can you make these?
2: Well, the hammer. Goes, yeah. Yep. So he takes the a piece of metal. Yep. There's a blur, and then yep. there's a piece of armor. And so,
0: uh, yeah, and his eyes just suddenly go wide as he realizes, like, um, it's now that the full implications of your abilities are setting in for him, and he's, I see. Well, if you can ensure that you're not drawing any undue attention with this, then by all means, feel free to outfit literally everyone here.
1: Mm, so he starts making guns.
0: Just, and so, yeah, he heads back into the van, but uh, just before he heads in, he's just, you catch his eye, and he just gives you a respectful nod before heading back in.
2: Yeah. Uh, sorry, no, the thing I actually have is mm. a light armor charm. It just gives you four ranks of
0: protection. Okay, so, um, while this impromptu bit of smithing goes on, let's head back
2: up. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listen2these listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at lttncast.